Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another annual season of Inspiration Point. I'm Andrew. And I'm Adam. Welcome back for season three. I am glad to be here with you and all the listeners and all of our all of our good friends we've made along the way. Amen. And that's what it's all about, right? That is. That and it, the hokey pokey, I suppose. Well, that's I I have heard that that is in fact what it's all about. You know, I I wonder if hokey pokey was always a euphemism for friendship. How did we not see that? I guess I didn't go to the roller rink enough times growing up. Did any of us? Did any of us go enough times to the roller rink? Let me tell you what disappoints me about roller rinks. Please. All right. Let me tell you, this is the way you start out. My kids have gone. They've been invited to birthday parties and stuff, and they go to these roller rinks. Sure. You, as you, you, you know what they give these kids these days? Too much caffeine. Have you seen that? Well, that's true. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I think for most of them in their current condition, caffeine has the opposite effect. But um, that's weird. <laughs> that is weird. Uh, sugar, on the other hand, is doing what sugar has always done. No, it's these. Um, it, it's the little like uh, walkers that they give the kids. These things drive me oh, nuts. Oh, you know, really? They, they didn't have that when I was a little kid. And, you know, we just fell on the faces all the time. It was great fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, kids, kids these days just you need helmets to wash your hands. Right. Uh, it's <laughs> just, kids, they should get off much, all of our lawns. Too much coddling of this of this namby pamby sensitive generation i'm gonna go watch a clint eastwood movie right now that's right that's right you know (laughs) the inside of a locker can be really comfortable or a trash can well you you just have to embrace it i guess someone had the bright idea that it wasn't as fun to fall on your face yeah Uh, i will say it took me aback a little bit but like every kid wanted one so whatever yeah, I mean, they do have those. Uh, we just took the kids ice skating for the oh. first time, and they had they had those there as well. I mean, it's just like a little frame made out of PVC pipe. But I mean, for ice skating, especially with little kids, it actually was kind of genius. Um, and luckily, I was good enough on the ice where I could just swerve around them. So that was kind of neat. Uh, oh, yeah, you grew up around ice but didn't do much ice skating funny oh, okay. enough okay uh, the one time as a kid that i got to go ice skating was i want to say i was in middle school and we went to the pettit center in milwaukee wisconsin which is where at least at the time where the uh the u.s winter olympics ice skaters trained so i think mm. that was either the year before or the year right after I think it was Dan Jansen won uh, won the gold for U.S. speed skating, and he had trained right there in Milwaukee. So that was that was cool to kind of get to go skate where all these pros practice and stuff. Did you have an interesting vacation? Did you have a vacation? <laughs> I did, um, though it was a very mellow one. Um, That's the best kind. 
you came to visit, so that was fun. Oh, that's right. Yes, that is that is. I man, I I didn't think it was that forgettable of a of a visit. But no, you know. I, I had a fabulous time. <laughs> uh, we we had a good time. We we played some uh, some board games. We picked up some stuff. We yeah. moseyed about. We ate food. Eating mm, food is good mm. for you. Uh, and we uh, we watched some TV, and it, you know, good times were had. We watched Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, highly recommend. I loved it. What uh, a treasure of you a know, show! As a coach myself, I was trying to like you know pick up some pointers, and I was really inspired by it. What what I was I've been wanting to ask you what what have you taken away from that show? You know, I, probably a lot of little things, but just you know, it's kind of what we've been talking about on this show, right? Where mm-hmm. we, we talked about that secret ingredient. And I mean, that's really his, right? It's it like, really he, is. he doesn't know anything about soccer. And so he's just Spoiler. like, but he <laughs> knows how to celebrate a birthday. Right. You know, and that's, that's right. And I was like, am I doing that? And I went on my like, you know, school viewer thing that I uh-huh. have at work. And I was like, I wonder when their birthdays are like, why didn't I even just think of such a simple thing? And I, I started tracking, you know, where they're going to be. And I, I was like, okay, one of them's coming up. You know, what am I going to do? But I'm going to do something. There you go. I'm going to make a big deal about it. How cool is yeah. that? Like, you know, just simple things like little gifts, you know, just listening and and remembering things. You know, if you're, I mean, we, we're actually not allowed to do too much in the way of gifts. But, you know, like, oh, we sure. can, you know, we can show you know, public appreciation where, you know, kind of everybody joins in and totally you put that spotlight on somebody and it's just a, it's just something that, you know, none of them would ever ask for. They would never expect it. Right. And yet nobody doesn't smile ear to ear when this happens to them. Right. Yeah. So it's just, I've thought a lot about that and just kind of the power of, of positive reinforcement. You know, not just yeah. thrown about or, or faked, but making sure that people really know when they've done the good. Right. Yeah. And that's well, really important. What I've found really, really amazing about Ted Lasso um, in particular, and I thought was a, a really good example, though, one that's probably easier said than done, but how Ted views failure and how he how he treats people who've messed up either you know players on the field or people uh within the staff at his work or whatever you know when somebody is down or when they've screwed up or you know really just messed up in some way how it's how he treats those people where he doesn't focus on the bad and he tries to help them through it instead of making them feel bad for it or making them feel worse. Yeah. You know, he, he kind of gives off this idea that he doesn't care if you win or lose. And yet it's not really true. And it's, it's not really that simple, Right. right? He's just trying to help you be the best version that you can be. And, and that's really, in my mind, the right goal, you know, especially for when you're dealing with young people, you know, I think, you know, they kind of sneered at him because it was a professional environment in the, in the story. Right. But you know, we're winning. It kind of does become everything. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, you're literally being paid to do that. You're you're getting paid to play a game. Yeah, maybe be absolutely. Good at the game. Maybe be good. At, yeah. But of course, that's everybody's idea. Right. So right. not everyone can be the best, no matter how hard they're all trying. Right. But luckily at the, you know, at a, at a high school level, certainly we can focus on more important things. And, and at this point, you know, we have a trophy and we did win. That's so cool. And so now we can set our sides higher than that. And, you know, not just on, yeah, I mean, yeah, we want to win, but like, we also want to be our best. You know, we don't want to be the winner because someone else was not good. Right. Like if you're the champion, the only person to defeat now perhaps is yourself. Right. Or, you know, of course the, the new upstart, but it's contrasted interestingly with the second thing I've been watching lately, which has been the fourth season of Cobra Kai. Hmm. Um, and how is that? Oh, well, I very much enjoyed the Cobra Kai ser- series overall. It's very cheesy and, and, and like there's a lot of stuff about it that is so incredibly implausible. Really? But, uh, you know, if you if you kind of treat it like a melodrama, I think it works in a different way. Like if you sort allow soap opera, yeah, it's like a little bit thing. bigger than life. It's like hyper reality, you know. Okay, in this universe, hyper this reality. You know, I don't know if I'm using the right terms, but you know, it, it it's interesting the way I, you know, you view those those coach relationships with those kids, right? You know, and and well, everybody, every coach in there is like deeply flawed and sure. deeply imperfect, and they learn probably even more than the kids do, you know, as stories go. And I like to think that they teach me. <laughs> I know. I, I usually hate that phrase, right? You know, like it's, it's such a, such a right. thing that, you know, you're trying to sound enlightened or whatever. Right. You know, but... I don't, I, I don't know if my students are teaching me too much, uh, <laughs> as much as I'm trying to learn anyway. Right. Uh, but there, you know, there's lessons I've gleaned. But anyway, mm. I'm just rambling now. That's okay. That's, yeah, well, you know, it's part of the show. That's it's why part of the show. Come. They come for the rambling. I mean, I'm a rambling. Right. Like rambling. Zeppelin made a song about rambling. So that's true. Who are we to say that there's anything wrong? with So that? did Space Ghost. Mm. I don't remember the Space Ghost one, but I believe that <laughs> and I'm still totally on board with it. That's from Cartoon Planet. My favorite character uh, from from that was Brack. 100%. I mean, Brack literally is you. Hey, so. everybody. <laughs> that doesn't, we kind of are like Brack and Zorak a little bit, you know, like there's there's definitely a vibe there, I think. Space Ghost. I will destroy you if you don't mind. No. I will destroy you. I will destroy you. <laughs> Zora gets all pissed at him. Oh man, those those that's back back in my day, that's when entertainment was good, you know. Oh man. You remember Thunderclees? Oh, what what was that from? From the Brack show? Oh, man, I I didn't watch the Brack show too much. There's an asteroid coming in the dead of the night. It's going <laughs> to smash us into bits. <laughs> mm, 
need our trusty thunder cleese before that mother hits. <laughs> we all know what must be done. Do it, Slappy, while we're young. Turn on thunder cleese. Please. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. And you sounded you sounded a lot like him, frankly. Oh, you know, he's one of my favorite voices. Bobcat uh, could just absolutely retire and pass on the mantle. I think. <laughs> I think that's that's your true destiny. Oh, uh, I feel it, man. I feel it. I feel it. But. You know, speaking of destinies, you have a destiny tonight, and that is to choose tonight's topic. Oh, wow. We are getting in in under half an hour. That's That's right. That is productivity. I like it. It's a new year and a new record, baby. Well, speaking of it being a new record, uh, we are here to talk about what we want from the year, to talk about our goals. You might even call them resolutions. Mm. I'm resolved to not have any. Oh, come now. <laughs> Don't you tell me what to do. I wouldn't dream of it. That'd be a weird dream. What'd you dream about? Telling Andrew what to do. Okay. <laughs> all right. Get it all out of your system. <laughs> nah, man. I'm pretty sure I'd die if it was all out of my system. <laughs> all right. Hit me, man. Okay, so I I at the very least want to make some goals and no, very good. You you brought up Ted Lasso before and my boss had told me before like you got to watch Ted Lasso. He was correct or she was correct. Yeah, she was correct. And so when when we had the chance to watch it, I was I was pretty excited and it looked interesting to me anyway. So she is definitely big into goals and into creating you know, smart goals and all that fun stuff. Ah, yes. Smart goals. Smart goals, right? They're like goals with numbers on them. Um, mm. So, you know, because we say stuff like, well, I want to lose weight, right? You know, and, and it's not that specific. Well, I don't need to get too specific here with what we're doing. But, you know, she asked this quarter, hey, you know, what are your goals? And email me your goals. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> I was like, get a better job. No, um, Oof. no, yeah. <laughs> that's what you say to your boss. No, Woo! it's not. Um, so <laughs> at imagine? least, at least not until you have the offer on the table. Right. So no, uh, I told her I was really inspired by Ted Lasso. And I said, I'm, you know, here are all the things that I'm going to do differently. And then we were, we had a discussion today about, you know, games and kind of what we want from them. And, and, I, you know, it really kind of raises the question as to what do we want and what do we really, really want? <clears throat> I'm on fire tonight. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back after these messages. Now, dun, listen here. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm glad you're having fun, man. That's how, uh, I am. you know. I am goal goal number one. Goal number one: help Andrew have more fun. You know, and I am on board with that. <laughs> so you know, we do need to think about how to help everyone else in our group have fun. Of course, we always want to have more fun, and we sure. all have our list of 
of ways that everybody else could make us happy. Yep. Right. But do we have a list of how to make other people happy? And some, you know, and I'm not trying to say you should set aside everything you want for, you know, those that others, but we've talked about this before, just having empathy, listening, right. talking, communicating, all that good stuff, you know, that, that everybody on this channel knows well. And, you know, that starts, I think, with the closest people, the people you're not, you know, going to leave or, you know, stop gaming with or whatever. But, you know, hey, we're going right. to have another year. If I'm going to be with you another year, then let's let's not just do the same thing we've always done. Now, now maybe we do similar things like, you know, we might very much like D&D, but how can I push that game a little bit or mm. push your game with me a little bit and mm. and improve everybody's overall experience? And there's there's lots of ways to tackle this. That's a very, very uh, noble heading to take well i think so you know because at the end of the day the only people we can control is ourselves correct but we definitely can tell other people you know what we want what we really really want as you said mm -hmm. that's true <laughs> words of wisdom indeed and i think a good friend will listen to you even if it's difficult to hear that's true you know and you got to give as good as you get sometimes and you know and and have sometimes difficult conversations but you know if you trust the other person then you should be able to go there with them and do that right so i would agree yeah so you know i've got a few people in mind and i go well you know how can i how can i make the game better for them so i think step one is just thinking about that yeah and, you know and then you'll probably jot down some ideas maybe just ask them you know yeah that sort of thing and and, you know, try to be a little bit specific as to, you know, what you can do to make it better. So one thing we were talking about was, was pacing and what we want mm -hmm. that pacing to look like or how we want a certain game to feel. Right. And how, you know, I, you know, for me, I'm, I'm always I always want dialogue to be a certain way. Right. And and I have difficulty getting many people to come on board the Brief dialogue train. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I have more goals, but I want to get your thoughts either on that or see if you have one. Well, I was trying to think of some goals that I had this year. And I it's weird to say, but I've I've never been the kind of person who typically gives themselves like formal goals I just kind of would typically just go with my gut in the moment of like, okay, what's on my task list today? I guess that's my goal for now. But I tried to come up with a Good. few things that I could shoot for this year. And some of them are more specific than others. One that I have that is a bit more broad reaching is that I would like to get better at collaborative prep where, you know, we talked about this when Dragna Carta was on the show and I have done a terrible job of putting <laughs> that into practice since then. I still have this tendency to just isolate in my bubble when I'm prepping and 
I'll have these like neat ideas and things, and then I'll put it together and I'll throw it at you guys in the game. And then I get discouraged when I don't get the exact reaction I was looking for or hoping for. And part of that is because I am doing this all on my own with the hope to surprise you guys. And what's funny is that I had even talked about some of these things with Dragna Carta recently. And he even mentioned to me, you know, if I'm being totally honest, it's probably a good idea to just talk about this with your players and see what they're thinking. You will probably have a more satisfying experience if you do that. You know, that that advice that we would often give to other people. Absolutely. And <laughs> you know, and then you hear it and you're like, oh yeah. I was like, you know, I think I'm just gonna try it my way anyway. <laughs> and of course, it worked out pretty much that same way. And you know, I have my own feelings on what might have contributed to that apart from how I prepped. But all the same, I do feel like involving the players more in my prep in general could be very, very helpful. And also, you know, it, it starts to take us into a territory of you know really making this a collective thing where i i remember on that past episode you had mentioned you know it it feels like we are presenting something as gms we create this thing in in our gm cave and then we pop up every two weeks like a groundhog and say here's my masterpiece for you this week enjoy and i've found that it's the benefit of maintaining the element of surprise is far more outweighed by the value that could be brought to the session by the players involved and the gm all being on the same page So what would you say ultimately is your goal? Is it to improve it, do it more? It's to involve the players in my prep on a regular basis. Like when I was talking with Dragna about it, he mentioned that immediately when any session he runs ends, he will speak to his players and directly ask them, Tell me your long-term and short-term goals for the next session. And what do you guys want to do specifically? And where do you guys want to go specifically? If you guys cannot get me that information by X time, I am not going to be running a game at our next scheduled time because I need X amount of time to prep and I need to be make sure that I'm prepping the correct stuff and 
if you try to generalize and just have prep for everything, you are going to burn out. And what you do have is not going to be as focused or as good as it can be. Well, I definitely think that's very strong language. Yeah. I don't think I agree with it much, but I think it's important for growth either way. Mm -hmm. If we dive deeper, I I would probably find common ground with some of it. Sure. You know, and, and certainly communication is a good thing. And if you're running a game, set the parameters you wish to set. Right. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> but yeah, I don't love that. But it's not for me to love. Well, and I think it's very important to set boundaries. And well, sure, sure. You know, you know and, I, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. I mean, you, you, you have invoked a name and I very respectfully. Maybe not disagree, but I say, don't know about that one. OK, <laughs> but that's OK. That's, that's well, super cool. What's your side? Well, I don't really want to get super off topic, but I guess. Okay. For me, it's like what I have found in some of these collaborative discussions, and maybe I just don't haven't had the right group for it, but I've found a lot of excitement and a lot of energy and a lot of good times. And then I see creative differences. Oh, sure. And so I think there is something to talking about a thing too much. Yeah. There's also the issue of, you know, this is a part-time gig. We're not all doing this, you know, and, you know, I've signed up for it. But you know how my attitude's been on, like, what the role of the GM is. Mm. And I have always... I suppose I've I've more thought of myself as a performer and I sort of perform for the art's sake itself. Mm-hmm. And why that sounded really pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> Your words, not mine. I, but I, I hate like I hate to cancel a game. Right. And I hate to to say no. And I hate to I hate to not deliver. And yeah, but- so that's a thing that that I would say personally bothers me. The show must go on is my attitude. Well, but at the same time, one, you're not getting paid. It's a hobby. Well, I do get paid for some of it. <laughs> well, sure. And if you're getting paid, you're getting paid. You're getting paid. But, but it's not about the money necessarily. But there's you know? a point where it needs to stop being an obligation or that kind of pressure. There needs to be room for flexibility. And if somebody is canceling like every single week or like has said that they're going to do something and just constantly isn't doing it, that's one thing. But generally speaking, if someone's like, I need this by this time in order for me to do my stuff and they're giving enough advance notice then that's just setting expectations and saying what they need. And if the other people who are playing don't like that or don't want to cooperate with that, then that's fine. But then that person isn't going to run because there are things that they feel they need. And if they don't have those things, they don't want to run. Right. I, I perhaps, I, perhaps I'm not communicating 
clearly about that, but it, it's not about that to me, at least not, not fully. And I'm just talking about me. I have a, a storm of nonsense in my brain. Oh, I lose you. There we go. There you are. Okay. Discord and my recording software decided to just take an impromptu break there for a minute. So I apologize for any interruption. When my technical difficulties jumped in, you had been saying that you have a storm of nonsense in your brain. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. Um, mm. You know, I and I just I want to get it out and I want people to see it. And I started talking about my dad a little bit and he was a drama teacher for a long time. And, right. you know, he just he really wanted to get his art in front of people. Right. Like, sure. and, and I think we're all kind of like that. You know, when you make a thing, you want to hear what I think about it, like immediately. Right. And yeah, that's true. And you kind of get it in front of me. And if I go, oh, man, I'm busy doing another thing. You will like hit me on like three different kinds of communication. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I mean, ah, I, I've been sticking to discord. I think the last time it was like a month ago. <laughs> see that's like 30 days or something <laughs> yeah, that's something. pretty good yeah that's not too bad you know and i think when it comes to dnd i'm just the same way right like sure like i definitely want people to show up and i think if i'm in a situation where i feel actively uncomfortable or i think there's like major discord between players or something you mm -hmm. know then that would definitely demotivate me but as long as everyone's willing to show up i'm willing to give Sure. But that's just, like I said, that's just me. You know what I mean? I'm not going to mm. sit here and say that's wrong. Right. I can't, right. I can't say that's wrong. Right. Right. But I will say, and maybe this is me watching Cobra Kai a lot. The theme of the show seems to be, or the season uh, is there is not one way. Mm. Right. Hmm. It's like, like we all have different styles of martial arts. Right. You might say. Right. And yeah. so, and that's what I'm trying to kind of, you know, respect. But you you want to adopt this and you want this to be in your game, right? Like you want to start doing this. You want to do this and try it. That's your goal. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's fine. You know, that's great. Yeah. You know, I, I want to try to get my players involved because that, you know, if somebody is presenting you with content that they're coming up with on their own without much or any input from you and then they present it to you and it's not what you were looking for or hoping for or whatever then mm. it seems like the simplest answer to that is well ask them mm. and see what they want and see how you can give it to them and sure. say hey we are telling this story together so much as the the typical perspective is, oh, the GM is over here and the players are over here and never the two shall meet until game night. Really, we're all relatively capable storytellers. We all definitely have ideas about what we personally like. So it seems foolish to me to try to do all this prep on my own and then I throw it at you guys and some of you aren't feeling it. And then I'm sitting here going, Oh, how could that possibly be? Well, 
I could have just asked and tried to involve you guys more instead of like playing all my cards so close to my chest. And that doesn't mean I go and like just spoiler everything. Right. And just tell you, Hey, here are all my nitty gritty plans, but I could go, Hey, I'm going for a scene kind of like this. And I'm hoping that it will go kind of in this direction. Can I expect you to be on board with that? Or is that something that you wouldn't actually like, or, you know, maybe there are some suggestions in between. Mm Mm-hmm. I could listen to that and I can't think of any player dislike their GM asking them what kind of experience they would like and how to better meet in the middle with what I'm trying to present and what they're hoping to receive. Right. Sure. So that's one of my big goals. (laughs) Good. All right. Um, Let's see. Uh, I think another thing that I'm hoping to do this year is improve the um, interest in my encounters. Hmm. Like a lot of my encounters tend to be kind of straightforward, you know, Hmm. Um, you know, people like you have been telling me, Hey, use the environment more like forever. And sometimes I'm good about that, but I'm not always super consistent or okay. maybe the the item on the board might feel a little tacked on or, you know, I'd mm. like these encounters to be more like events, you might say. OK, you know, when I look at a game like Dungeons and Dragons, I definitely think there's a certain style that I have and that I interpret the game a certain way. Right. Sure. And so definitely. I definitely expect there to be dungeons and there to be figurative dragons. Right. Sure. And so. I I have buttons on my sheet. I want to press them. I assume most people want to press them and you know, but I still also want to do all the story stuff and that's all really good. And I think I, I think I do the story stuff. Okay. I, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I think it's one of the, you know, the stronger things I'm doing, Mm -hmm. but I think that my encounters are like a B, (laughs) you know, and, Fair enough. and I think I can just make them a little bit more dynamic and, and I really, I know how to do it, right? But it's, uh, it's something I need to, to plan on better. And that probably leads me to goal number three, which is probably to space out my planning a little bit more. Um, I tend to, mm. I tend to procrastinate and then do it all, you know, shortly, too. shortly before and, you know, Sometimes you get good creativity that way. I'm not going to say it's bad, but it, it is stressful. And, you know, you want to you want to put your best foot forward. So, right. I, I just need to actually set down hours and say, you yeah. know, you know, between this time and this time, I'm doing this right. And that's good. And another piece of that is don't fill <laughs> fill up your whole week with different games. Right. Because you need you need yeah. a night or two to think about the next one. So, yeah, that's also really important. It can get to be a lot for sure. I think there's definitely something to be said for knowing your own limits. Yeah, I think so. So, so that was that, that was a couple of goals. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Do you have any specific ideas as to how you're going to go about accomplishing that? Yeah, I think the thing, the key word is cinematic, right? Like, mm hmm. You know, you, you talk about in this in this game we ran before, like the, one of the more memorable moments for you was a time I just kind of threw out 
this quick chase idea, right? And it was all theater right. of the mind and all this stuff. And and I was like, okay, that's good. You know, it's good to have moments like that. But I want the sort of, you know, if I can call it an official encounter, you know, where there's minis on the map and we are playing the war game side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I do want the suspension bridge with, you know, pieces of it crumbling away, you know, while the ads are coming from afar off and there's like yeah, big set piece. Yeah, encounters, bi- right? yeah, I think that's the right word, you know, big set piece encounters that are the quick time events. are very dynamic, but they're still bound by the rules and the grid. Right. And right. so like finding, finding that right balance of D and D on steroids, but it's still D and D recognizably. Right. Sure. So that's, I think that's the goal that I have that I want to, mm. that I want to hit. And I think I'm getting there, but I have, I need to come up with specific ways that, that I want to do that. And, you know, one is just asking, you know, myself, like, do I want to play this? Right. Just maybe, sure. maybe even doing a little bit of a play test beforehand. And, or like I say before, just, you know, spacing out those, those times. Well, I also think that that would be, you know, one opportunity where talking to your players about it could yield some really, beneficial stuff because you know you want to do this big set piece encounter but if you present it to the players and for whatever reason it's falling flat or isn't really doing it for somebody that can bring down the whole vibe well you you know they can mean different things right like some people do want the suspension bridge that's crumbling away over the lava pit right my Sunday group, they want to collect pets. <laughs> you know? There you go. And, uh, you know, trying to get that more involved into an encounter or something, you know, is is a little bit. I don't know if it's tricky, but it's not it's not in my typical wheelhouse, you know. Mm. But if I want to perform, then I'm going to figure it out. There you go. I want to deliver for them and I want them to be happy and entertained and edified in some way. There you go. That's that's really the goal. And I have other players. They just want visceral violence, <laughs> you know? And oh, yeah, because kids heads be broken nowadays. Oh, my. Well, you know, I think it's just part of. No, I'm just being facetious. who we are as humans. Right. And, you know, I had this one kid in in my class like a year ago, and mm-hmm. I probably talked about him before, but he was like this jock kid and he was just like. This was not his jam. He he had even asked to like be removed from the class after like a day. Sure. And then we started doing like the first chapter of Storm King's Thunder, where you just run around a farm and and kill goblins, right? And I was just being descriptive about how he like eviscerated this goblin and then kicked him out of a window. Oh sure. And the kid was like awesome right and he was yeah he was like there for it the rest of the session and he was like he had a good time he had good comments by the time the class is over by the way i should mention that today started another quarter of the class and is it the same group no it's a different group of kids totally different group of kids although one of my old students is now my my ta my teacher assistant nice and what really touched me is he got up and he said, you know, I love this class when I took it, you know, 
And that's so cool. I was like, heck yeah. You know, that's awesome. Cause I, I was trying to sell it, but it was nice to have another voice in there saying the same thing. So I really appreciate that to my student. You know who you are. That's so cool. They listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if right he listens on. to every single episode, but he, he better. I think he tries to get most of them, you know, so it's, well, uh, you know, I appreciate that. I like, I like it when someone, you know, tells us about something they listen to on the show and, and that sort of thing. So that's really yeah, cool. Absolutely. But anyway, I took a group aside and I gave them their very first role play exercise. Ooh. And what was Which it? Which was oh, it's 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 the ogre, right? It's the ogre in the road. <laughs> the ogre in the road. And I thought That's I thought you'd right. be interested to hear how they handled it. Yes. What did you go with the uh, the two headed ogre is going to squish him? <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure how I was hiding gonna, in the leaves. You know, it, it's it's one of this really this really simple thing that I don't plan much for. And first we did character creation. Okay. So I, I went around and I said, it's medieval fantasy. Think of one thing you're good at. Right. And then I just pointed at a kid. I said, what are you good at? And he was like, uh, uh, I, I fire magic. Great. Point to the next Nailed kid. It. What are you good at? Uh, I'm good at swords. Okay. Fantastic. Next. I'm good at lifting. You know, one, one kid that wasn't like typically doing this sort of thing. She was like, I'm good at singing. And Boom. I was like, phenomenal right and one i point at one kid and he goes bard <laughs> and i go fair I enough knew what was you know? up. yeah bard yeah good you know so i know what that means you know what that means we're good and i had this other kid like get really into the role play like he had a whole voice and he was like moving in, around and in like you know, taking different positions and, you know, Oh man, he was just doing awesome. And, uh, anyway, I, I say you're all riding in a wagon and the wagon stops. You all get out of the wagon. You see this big thing in the middle of the road. As you approach, you realize it's an ogre sitting down, filling up the entire space. What do you do? Right. That's the, that's the entire exercise. And as you know, the usual, and, and this time I was like, it, you know, it's a lady ogre. And she's just sitting oh. by herself and she's like napping or something. And what one of my players, the gut, the gate, the kid that said bard, right? Oh, I go, what do you, go. what do you do? And he goes, I seduce the ogre. <laughs> oh, of, has and, anyone done that yet? And I didn't want to like give him the whole spiel about, you know, we really shouldn't do these like seduce roles or whatever. But, um, I was just like, whatever roll a die right and he, he rolled a number and i just decided in the moment whether or not it su- succeeded the numbers don't matter sure and then he succeeded right and i thought well that can't be the end i need everyone to have a chance right and so she gives him this big like grinch like smile oh man <laughs> it's like well your seduction roll succeeded be careful what you wish for. <laughs> and so she, Death she by snoo snoo. Essentially, uh, you know, so she she grabs him and pulls him in and starts like petting him like in uh, Looney Tunes, like I'm going to love him and squeeze him, you know, and pet him all over, freaking Elmira, and and oh, uh, just you know, it's like rubbing his head and he like can't get out because she's too powerful, you know, like just totally Looney Tunes it up and. 
You come with me, little man. <laughs> so the, the one that sings like, um, okay, okay. Well, another one was like good at talking to animals or something. And, and so he got a sheep. Very useful. to Oh, extremely useful. And so brought over like a sheep and the ogre started oh, eating God. it. Oh, no. <laughs> Just like bit its head off like a peanut, you know? It was alive? It was alive, yeah. And, oh. And then the one that oh, no. sings, like, started singing the ogre like a lullaby, and she was getting full, so it worked, right? <laughs> and then the guy that can lift, like, picked up the arm of the ogre, and then she started to, like, wake up from the experience, so then they... um uh, basically beat the crap out of her, uh, burned her to death, and then cut her into little pieces and moved her off the road. But um, oh man, school is so much better now than when we were kids. That's rad. <laughs> and this so session, what you do today at school, Timmy? Well, mom, <laughs> let me tell you, I got a story for you. <laughs> let me tell you what my teacher taught me. Um. Oh my god. If parents were the critics and kids were just the typical viewers slash users, your rotten tomatoes score would be like fifteen percent ninety-seven percent. You know what? I would wear that with pride, you know. Critics, not a fan. Fans, big fans. If the fans are the one that likes it, I think that's the only one that matters, right? Like, whatever. Yep. They're the ones that pay the bills. At the end of the day, right? So there you go. So anyway, this uh, this encounter took you know five minutes, <laughs> and it was done. And you know, I got some fun characterization in there, and it was a good time. That's super cool. So yeah, um, off to a good start. So how are the kids doing? Picking up stuff like uh, character creation and haven't touched on it haven't touched okay. on it. A lot of it was just, you know, like here's the syllabus and here's what to expect and here's what the books look like and you should get them, but you're not forced to. Right. You know, here's the whole library. Imagine reading and here's, you know, kind of the activities we're going to be doing. So it didn't get into too much. Um, and then we had to do this other activity for the school that was kind of foisted on us. And, mm. So that ended up filling some time, but I was able to grab a group of seniors and pull them aside and do this. And it was, uh, I was glad I did because I, I almost took the lazy way out and just kind of waited out the rest of class. I was like, you know what? I got 10 minutes. Let's use it. Let's just use yeah. it. Let's get them up on their feet, go. get them acting silly, you know, right on. Kids love that. Everybody loves that. Frankly, you know, everybody wants to get on their feet and be a little silly. That's a good day. Oh, speaking of which, so I, I visited with, uh, with with Tiana, who's been on the show, and we all played a board mm. game over at my in-laws. Nice. And uh, we were playing this this game, and this game has challenges in it. And you either have to, like, dance or sing or act. Oh, boy. And Was get it the, like Cranium? Get the other person to guess. No, it's not that insane. It, it, it's called Mind the Gap, and it's basically oh, Trivial yes, Pursuit yes. with... Uh, with a generational gap things highlighted. My wife went out and picked that up. So I, I picked up, I highly recommend it. It's, it's, it's good family times. So I, I picked up uh, my challenge card and guess what my dance was that I had to do. Oh, what? 
<laughs> so it it <laughs> I pick up the card, I flip it over, and I go, Oh my god, this is the worst day of my life. Um yeah, did it you was, have to twerk? It, it was twerk. And oh so Oh my god! <laughs> I got up and I twerked in front of my in-laws. Oh. I mean, I did bad. I, I think I was more just bending my knees repeatedly, but <laughs> Oh man, it's it's all it's all in the waist. You gotta push your hips back. <laughs> well, I should have had you show me, right? Like when we were visiting, I was like, hey man, just in case it ever comes up, can you show me twerking real quick? <laughs> I sure can't. <laughs> not gonna happen oh, there man. need to be boundaries <laughs> yeah i know no that's yeah, that's, that's probably hilarious. so yeah but you know we everybody giggled their butts off you know and it was it was phenomenal oh man that's so that's too funny <laughs> i can't imagine doing that in front of my in-laws <laughs> that would be an experience i don't know your indeed. in-laws seem pretty cool you know they are cool they are cool I just wonder about their uh, ridiculousness threshold. If we were talking about my wife's siblings, totally fine. <laughs> Her mom and dad, yeah. I'm pretty sure they'd have uh, both eyebrows firmly raised. <laughs> firmly. Just reach over and push those down a little bit. There we go. But just push those down. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, let me put it this way. Uh, every day my, uh, father-in-law wears a tie-dye shirt. <laughs> so yeah, there you have it. <laughs> yeah, there is that. It's so, it's so funny. Our, my wife and I, our dads almost couldn't be more different people. That's probably pretty true of my own. Yeah. <laughs> that seems a relatively common occurrence. That is a thing. Yes. Yeah. So as we're getting close to the end here, did you yeah. have any other resolutions? Well, you know, I've got a few here and there, but, you know, it's probably not much more to to really go on. But I would say this. I think it is valuable to sit down and write down goals. And it's yeah. and it's a little bit cheesy. But at the same time, like, I think you ought to give it a shot. Um, again, I'm not going to say this is the right way, but I am going to say give it a try. Um, yeah. And these are fun resolutions to write for yourself. You know, it's, it's, it's not like, oh, I got to lose 40 pounds or whatever, because that's not fun, but you have to do it. Right. So it, as opposed to something where it's like, well, I want my encounters to be more interesting, but you know, you should take that a step further and talk, you know, about specifics. And, and I think mm -hmm. that will improve your game. And, you know, because, you know, you talk a little bit about burnout earlier, right. And sure. I think burnout comes from it from a couple of things. I think it comes from doing something that you're not having that much fun with. Yeah. I think it comes from over prep. Yes. I think it comes from a lack of appreciation sometimes. Yeah. You know, but I also think it comes from not changing. Mm. And, and life uh, is about change, right? So I don't want to stay the course. I want to do something different. And, uh, Very good. I, you know, even if you don't know what that looks like, come up with some ideas, give it a shot. Yeah. I think that's very good advice. Thanks. I've got a few goals here that are certainly more specific and more probably targeted toward my own self. That's the only way we can target it. Right. That's very true. 
So the the three I've got here are one, I want to learn the fate RPG system. Yes. And I have some thoughts about that um, that I will discuss with you after the show, because I don't want to spoiler anyone <laughs> listening. That's uh, we did go baseball to right now a, a store and we, we both picked up the player's handbook um that's correct and well we were both really looking it's at it. the it's the core system so it, right, right really i think it's like dmg and uh player's handbook yeah. kind of all rolled and into you one and sort i of have thing. talked a lot about doing a rules light thing at some point and and then we go that's right. a good idea we should definitely do that anyway here's and my next D game <laughs> right right exactly you know so, uh, it's comfort zone stuff yeah so I've got some ideas about that. So we're going to look into that as this year moves forward. Second thing on here is possibly finish Curse of Strahd. I was thinking about it today and because our uh, most recent session was just last night. I was like, OK, what, what have we what have we done so far? And it struck me that I started running this campaign a year ago. Yep. I've been running a campaign for a year straight. That's that's a big deal for you, man. Yeah, it really is. Like I was like, you know, even if it ended now, this would be a big achievement. It's not going to end now. Don't worry. You can unclench your desk. But <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, you know, depending on the pacing that things go at and you know, what stuff you guys decide to do. I might actually be able to close the campaign this year or not. We'll see. Yeah. Well, it's also difficult when you're playing every two weeks and then there's the occasional cancellation and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, you, you're like, Oh, I've been running a year. It's like, well, that's what twice a month, maybe three times, you know, but it's still a long time. You know, it's a long time to be thinking about this stuff to always have it in the back of your mind. Yep. Right. And I think we're coming up on two years for venture. Yep. Um, yeah, I definitely want to wrap that up this year. I, I, I like the world and everything. I like your characters, but I, it, you know, we got to move on. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, but I did promise level 20 and level 20. It shall be right on. Cause I'm a man, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. Um, Working on my honor slider, right? There you go. There you go. So number three for me is to make the switch from roll 20 to foundry. Mm, I want to do it. That's big. That's a big deal. I want to figure out how to do it. There's been enough positive things I've heard about it where I'm pretty sure it would be nice to make the switch. Oh, there's been a lot of problems lately that we've been yeah. experiencing. I want to take a crack at that. Sure. I think it'll be worthwhile. Yeah. And I, I picked up Tailspire because it was on sale. And, yeah. you know, that's like um, the opposite of what, what like Sly Flourish wants to do. Right. He likes uh, the Owlbear uh, yeah. platform for online. And, and, you know, I don't take anything away from him. That's awesome. You know. Like if you want to go minimalist, I definitely like me some presentation. Right. And right. I, I am interested in having, um, 
like the kind of 3D feel. We'll see how much work it takes to make stuff. If it's too much, I'll drop it. Yep. Yeah. Switching platforms is it's a whole thing. And and a lot of us are kind of, you know, whether we only feel old and crotchety or whether we actually are old and crotchety, you know, is maybe up for debate. But (laughs) is this our version of the midlife crisis, right? Switching VTTs. I, I don't know that it's a version of a midlife crisis. I think it just probably is. is. Um, it's either this but, or the Harley, right? Well, I guess I'll go with the Harley if, if it's, <laughs> I mean, that, that sounds awesome. That's a but, motorcycle. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, you know, we get set in our ways and we get, we do. you know, we develop habits and it's true. It's easy to kind of just stick with what's safe and what we understand because it's it's less work right well or more work in the places where you want to put it right yeah like we don't want to like build stuff as much as we want to you know work on that those moments perhaps or maybe you are the person that wants to work on stuff right right so but then when we're learning something new we have to do all the other things we're not that interested in correct yeah so those are those are the resolutions I was able to come those up. Those are with. great resolutions, man. Those are those are really good. I like them. Thanks. And I I, I stole a couple of them offhandedly, right? So I was Ooh. like, you know, these are good. You know, like moving away from from Roll Twenty. Like, you know, I, I have no beef with the company. I don't care about oh, of stuff like not. that. Um, you know, and if they make improvements, I could definitely say, but, and I've given them quite a lot of money and I'm definitely feeling that sort of, um, what's the word, um, the loss, oh, the, um, oh my gosh, De- the, not dead weight loss. Um, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> the sunk, sunk cost. Sunk fallacy. cost. Yeah. Sunk, sunk cost. cost. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh yeah. man. My wow, brain didn't scare me for a minute. Yeah, it thank just, you. Um, yeah, oh. the sun, sunk cost. I'm definitely feeling some of that. So I'm like, oh, I don't really want to leave. I've been playing a month, paying monthly for a long time. I've bought three or four books for it. Well, you know? for what it's worth, I know that at least with Foundry, there are some utilities that the community have made that can basically can import uh, that's cool. your stuff from Roll20 over into Foundry. So at least from the purchased products side of things, you it shouldn't necessarily at least be a total loss if you were going to give that a shot. Sure. And that might, you know, that might be on the mm. list. Like if you run Foundry with something, you know, and I go, wow, this is, that was pretty great from the player side. You know, right. I might go, well, let's just go at this because now this is the thing everyone knows. But, there you go. Uh, and that would be good. Uh, but I know at least a couple of other people have got Tailspire, so I'm thinking about that. And then, um, you know, we got a couple of people that they're just like, hey, this all this interface looks difficult, and all of my stuff is in D&D Beyond, and yep. I just want to use that. And then I'm like, okay, sure, because Tailspire doesn't even, like, do systems. So, yeah. whatever. Let's just have everyone roll at home or whatever. So... That could be interesting. 
I'm always a fan of just throwing some dice on the desk. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you buy all the rocks, right? And then, and then what do you do? You just play VTTs and you yeah. look at your dice and you go, wow, those are it's cool. Like, those were, <laughs> those were a lot of fun back before in the before times or whatever in the before times. Oh yeah. my gosh. We just sound like we're dating ourselves with every single statement. You know, I think during a lecture today, I said when I was your age, I think I said it no fewer than eight times. Oh, yeah. you're you're that guy now. I'm that guy. I'm not even that much older. I mean, well, I mean, I am, but well, <laughs> <laughs> like they're like I'm old enough to be their dad, but I would have been pretty young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like just old enough where you could see it having happened, but just old enough where it's not quite weird to imagine. Yeah. Well, you know, my daughter's 11 and, you know, I came to the realization that my freshmen now would be seniors when she joined. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so my life is over basically. (laughs) I'm quickly approaching. I I see your kids and then I see mine. I'm like, wow, that's the clock is ticking. The clock does tick, man. They they grow up so fast. Speaking of that, we uh, over the over this past weekend, we moved our kids. Got a five year old boy and a three year old girl. And we just moved them out of their beds into a bunk bed hey hey, there you go and it's like a big wood one with the full-on stairs on the side instead of the ladder and all the stairs are nifty drawers which is fun i like those those are fun yeah those super cool and i got to i got to install i put path lights on each step so when when my son walks up the steps they like Every time he steps on the step, it lights up and, you know, stays on for like 20 seconds. But it looks pretty rad, especially in the dark. It's like, doot, 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 doot. you know, that is pretty I'm, rad. So then you yeah. kick them out, put them in your guys's room, and then you guys took over until you were bored with it. Yep. <laughs> you got it. Nailed it. I want to buy a bunch more of those lights and stick them all over the house. (laughs) Just just random lights turning on in the hallways. It's just, you don't tell anyone about it. They're just, they're just getting a drink in the middle of the night and then have half a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Why is there a six lights on the fridge? Why not? (laughs) Oh my God. Lights with adhesive backing, you know, it's amazing what you can do with things that don't have to be plugged in with a cord. Well, that is the quote of the year to start us out on. Boom. Andrew Gerson, Cut those wires. <laughs> Come be uh, cord cutters with us. We, we don't really care that much, but it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Why don't you. you, why don't we take this home? Yeah. Let's uh, first. As always, we want to say thank you to our ever loyal patrons, Kate, Prostaskius, Leroy, Josh, Tiana, Falangor, Spike, Chris, Logan, and Punch and Potato. You guys are the best of the best. 
And that is a good position to start the new year in. True. And if all y'alls out there who are not any of the wonderful, extra stupendous people I just mentioned, if any of you are interested in being like those fine folk, head on over to patreon.com slash inspiration point and back us at the one five or $20 level. And if you support us at the $20 level, you will get to be in a game with Mr. Power here, which is pretty darn cool. Also, if you'd like to check out our website, head on over to inspirationpoint.buzzsprout.com. And from that website, you can look in the upper right-hand corner if you're on desktop or in the upper center if you're on mobile. And there will be three bubbles that can take you to our Facebook, Twitter, or Patreon. Also, something pretty cool, a little Christmas gift to us from our good buddy Spike, also one of our loyal patrons. He is setting up a website for us that is, I believe, inspirationpointshow.com. So we are working on that, and uh, hopefully we'll have that up soon, and we'll be able to use that website to, uh, you know, maybe we'll take a dive into a little bit of merch and, you know, put our blog posts up there and maybe some other resources and have some connections to the other fine folks who have guest hosted on this show. You know, you, you, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you you brought up the merch a little bit and that reminded me of something, you know, and and the reason why my mother-in-law is just the absolute best. Oh, my Christmas gift from her was an inspiration point t-shirt, right? We hadn't created anything and she just stole our art off of our, you know, our Facebook or whatever and, you know, got it printed, got it silk screened or whatever. That's so cool. And it's, a, you know, it has our, our little night, you know, thinking about his thoughts and yep. And it says, you know, this is my podcast. And then she got one for my wife and it says, this is my husband's podcast. And then she got one for each of my kids and they say, this is my daddy's podcast. Um, so cool. And that was just the most adorable, touching, wonderful thing. And I, and I just absolutely loved and appreciated that so much. It was really swell. Like when you guys came over to visit and we're walking up the driveway, my five-year-old, he was looking out the window and he starts yelling to me, daddy, they got inspiration point t-shirts. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And then I look out the window. I was like, oh, dang, <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, I think uh, I think we should probably start doing some of that. So let us know what you would think is cool. Yes, definitely. Please do. And I also wanted to let our patrons out there know that we have made one of our first uh, significant investments with the contributions that you guys have given us. Uh, And we have invested in a subscription to Envato Elements 
which will give us access to, you know, all kinds of cool sound effects and also uh, other media repositories that we can use for making content. So I am excited to have a nice sound effects library to pull from so I can, you know, throw in all kinds of random goofy things into into these shows and maybe we'll start making some other stuff too in the in the future. So we'll see. That's but, awesome. Yeah. Thank you everyone uh who's joined our Patreon and just how how generous you guys have been. Thanks really for helping us make it. the show better. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um Adam, anything else you want to throw out there and uh before we put a button on this thing? <sighs> have a good year and uh you know just think of the secret ingredient, man. That's all I got. Yep. That's all there is. And uh, you know, think about what your game related resolutions are and you know if you're over at our discord tell us you know share it with us and for all you know we hadn't thought of anything like that and uh, we'll just steal it whole cloth um and just act like we thought of it from the beginning <laughs> so <laughs> anyway that's an inspiration point guarantee <laughs> the guarantee you're gonna you're gonna like the ideas we swipe it. we guarantee it um oh he got voted out of his business womp, womp. so uh, on that happy note <laughs> welcome back to inspiration point for the year of 2022 we are looking forward to having a blast with all of you and hopefully meeting a lot more of you. Um, and until we see you guys again, stay happy, stay safe, stay healthy, and lay on some of that secret ingredient. And until next time, stay inspired. Bye. Bye bye. Should all the acquaintance be forgot? And never brought to me. Are you are you fading out with your voice? <laughs> What's wrong with that?